Hello, this is Patty Davis. I'm a psychic medium and intuitive, and I'm coming to you from Humboldt County, which is in Northern California, where the redwood trees meet the ocean. Aloha, my name is Jude Lynch, and I am a psychic intuitive energy healer, hailing from the island of Kauai, the garden island of the Hawaiian island chains. Welcome to Spirit Speakers Podcast, where we meet to discuss a variety of topics from two different psychic vantage points. All right, so to dive right in, I'm a psychic medium and an intuitive. I'm also a certified heart map coach and recently became a certified aromatherapist, which I'm super excited about. And I'm also an artist. And I, um, I grew up with a very psychic father, so psychic abilities have been a huge part of my life, not only my own abilities, but living with that within my household. And then I worked with a teacher for 14, 15 years to really help me um, hone in on my gift and learn to control it and trust it. And I've been working as a psychic, doing psychic readings and teaching classes for about seven years now, I believe. Hi, my name's Jude. Um, I am a psychic intuitive energy healer and medium. I'm also a sound healer. I have a studio on the island of Kauai where I meet and greet um, clients. also have a number of clients that I work with from around the world. Um, I had abilities open up to me when I was about 20 years old. I did not, unlike Patty, uh, grow up in a household that was um, psychic abilities and and things of that nature were spoken of freely. It was kind of opened up to me unexpectedly. It was a jarring experience, and then I spent the next probably a, you know fifteen years um, trying to cope with having psychic ability without having much direction at all. Um, What's interesting is uh, my meeting with Patty is essentially what helped me kind of ground into this work and, and hone it and understand it and control it. And since our friendship has blossomed and my abilities have developed and refined, we have found that both of us have similar yet different kind of perceptions of what we're perceiving, different vantage points in the way we see things. And we think that this would be an interesting discussion is why we're doing this podcast. But one thing that sticks out the most about Patty and I is she has the ability to see things in the higher dimensions, which would be the, the light spectrum, um, high vibrational places, angels, spirit guides, things like that, in such refined detail that uh, I aspire to be able to see things with that much clarity. We've also found that I tend to be able to see things in the more shadow realms, kind of the darker stuff, the stickier stuff, with a lot more clarity and detail than her. What is the most interesting is as we discuss now on the current timeline, we have so much in common in the way we see things, even though we learn from two different pathways, yet we also have two different vantage points. And a lot of the time, I think Patty and I are able to validate each other and... Um, help us kind of understand our own gifts through comparing how we see things. So when did your abilities start? When did you really start noticing that there was something really different about the way you saw things? Well, that's an interesting question. Um, my father that I, I grew up with my father and my mother and my father was extremely psychic. He wasn't a psychic, but extremely psychic. So that was a huge part of our life. He would do things that he called his 
his circus tricks where he would guess who's on the phone, predict who's going to show up at our door, predict the outcome of things that we were doing. So it was always part of our life. Um, for me personally, I always have been quite an empath, which manifested in anxiety when I got a little bit older. And so the empathic abilities was probably the first things that I noticed. But when I was in junior high, I was the school witch and I would make voodoo dolls for people and put spells together for people. And I really played with it a lot. And then it got to a point where um, I was blowing out candles and manifesting things like that. And it uh, became a little frightening. And I spoke to my father about it. And uh, he admitted to me that he saw things too quickly and too much and had to shut it down and really warned me about it. So at that time, I kind of backed off. And then um, when I was in my 20s, I started really getting information through dream state. I would see something happen and it would come to fruition. I would um, be driving and get just a quick vision on something that was happening to somebody and hear that it happened later. So I, I guess premonitions would be the first, um, my first introduction, um, other than playing with, with witchcraft and things that I read about, uh, premonitions would be the first things that started coming to me. And I got to a point where I was, um, I'd have lunch with somebody and I would see their dead grandmother behind them, or I'd pick up on their uh, sadness from an event that happened when they were five or six. And it became really clear to me that I needed to learn to control these and understand these um, these hits and this information that that was coming in for me. And then it just kind of advanced from there. What about you, Jude? Well, you know, I had a much different upbringing. I, my childhood was very imbalanced and that's a kind word to put to it. I, I experienced a lot of trauma as a child. Um, I definitely growing up in that kind of environment, despite what was going on with my uh, emotional state and my psychological state with, with dealing and growing up in a very harsh uh, family environment, um, I was always extremely interested in the paranormal and aliens and ghosts and orbs and crop circles and all of that. I remember just thinking there, it was the most fascinating thing. I would go to the library and pick up books on it and want to explore more into it. Um, so I always had this almost insatiable interest in the paranormal and, but I never actually perceived that I actually had any abilities when I was younger. Um, what happened was I had this massive awakening when I was 19 and in that massive awakening, is when I realized that I had actually had abilities throughout my entire youth. I just never perceived it as such. Um, for example, I definitely was seeing spirits all the time. Like um, always getting that, you know, I remember being younger thinking, oh, I thought I just saw somebody in a blue shirt walk by. And I could tell you details about the type of people I thought were walking by me, but I just immediately told myself that, my eyes were playing tricks on me. I never had enough sense to be like, oh, that might be a spirit. Nobody ever talked about that kind of stuff around me. So I just um, kind of explained away anything that I was experiencing. And I definitely saw what were auras and energies, but I just thought those were anomalies <laughs> that were happening in my vision or light tricks or whatever. But as I got older and, and started to understand that there, there was purpose behind the things that I was seeing, that they weren't just accidental you know, things that, I, that was coming up in my viewscape, 
I didn't understand that I was empathic either until that time. I thought that I was incredibly introverted and socially awkward and strange and different. I grew up in a uh, Caucasian community and being one of the most only ethnic families too. So I, I dealt with a lot of um, uh, bullying and things like that. So it, it's hard for me to perceive what my actual clear ability was because I feel like my youth was full of a lot of um, hardship. Uh, and it wasn't until I was 19. And I think partly the reason that my abilities opened up was because I actually left my hometown. I kind of got liberated and started finding myself. And that's when I became attuned to the fact that I was perceiving things different than most everybody else or at a level that I couldn't explain. Um, I went through a long period of really thinking that I was crazy. And that's the honest truth. I, I was, I feared of being like schizophrenic or um, being put in a mental institution because it got so intense. The things I was hearing and seeing in my physical reality uh, that it was scary. And so then I ended up spending the next pretty much decade learning to cope with having that expanded reality until slowly started meeting people or I, I, as I like to say, I felt like the rest of the world caught up with me <laughs> and everybody else started kind of opening up and then it became um, okay to talk about the things I was experiencing without having a side eye or people looking at me like I was strange. And it was a kind of a slow integration into believing that what I was experiencing was okay and acceptable and um, that I could actually use it to help people. So my, my pathway into this work was, was a lot rougher, <laughs> I think, than Patty's. But uh, what's interesting is how similar, despite our two different, extremely different pathways, how similar our abilities are actually and the hits that we get, even though we definitely come from two totally different vantage points. We essentially are seeing the same thing. It's like looking at, you know, a river from, from two sides of the river. You know, you're, you, we're both looking at a river, but we're, we're looking at the, the landscape on the other side. Uh, I guess it's kind of an analogy I would use for how, how we see things. What do you think, Patty? Thank you for sharing all that, Jude. That, um, so, so interesting. My, when I grew up, the psychic things that were happening in my house were seen as, like I said, circus tricks, kind of game-like. However, there were some pretty heavy things that happened. Uh, like, for instance, my dad um, had a premonition of his brother being um, shot and killed and begged his brother not to go on a hunting trip, and um, he was shot and killed. And there were instances when we were, um, we would have plans to do a family vacation, and he would wake up that morning and say, absolutely not, we cannot leave this day. And so when those things kind of happened, it was highly respected as just truth, and we just um, understood that what he said and what he saw was something that we really needed to pay attention to. So while it, there were some serious things happening, there was so much fun and laughter around it that it was a much more positive experience for me. Um, 
And so that's when I started playing with witchcraft as I was obsessed with witchcraft. All of my reports at school were on witchcraft. Um, I bought a little book on spells and um, I was interested in taking it into a more controlled direct path, even way back when I was, I guess, 12, 13 years old and having more control of it. And, um, you know, that's where I started doing, doing spells for people and um, making voodoo dolls and um, blowing candles out with my mind. And it became clear pretty quickly that those were not things to mess around with. And I had a few things happen at school. My parents were called in and I was told that I was not allowed to do any more reports on witchcraft, any spells for people. I wasn't allowed to um, run the seance at lunchtime any longer. <laughs> and <laughs> so I got kind of shut down. And uh, my dad was, uh, he was right there with, with me, uh, warning me about it. But um, as I got older and I started having children and I would, um, like for instance, my daughter was supposed to go on a field trip and I was worried about it. And it was hard for me to know if I was worried about it simply because I was a mother or if I was worried about it because I was getting a hit on something, psychic hit, that I should be aware of. So there was a little bit of fear. It sounds like much less than what you experienced, Jude. There was a little bit of fear that I needed to learn to control, understand, and trust. But um, I tend to work in the, you mentioned this earlier, I tend to have a nice little confined box of um, positive vibrational energy that I, I work with. And, um, you know, if I have something dark come in, I send them to you. And, and I set um, a, a pretty strong intention that the people that come into my office um, are people that don't carry around a lot of, of dark energy um, just because I'm ill-equipped to deal with that. And so where I had this positive upbringing with psychic awareness, it kind of melded into the way I practice. Um, I have some friends that joke around and call me the sunshine psychic because I set the intention that everybody leaves feeling positive and empowered and hopeful. And um, that's the kind of energy that comes in. And that's the kind of input I get from spirit is tools to help people feel better, understand where they are and move forward in a positive way. So while I can be, I, I guess I consider myself a little li limited on the spectrum of dark to light. Um, I think and this is interesting because I hadn't thought about that before. I think the fact that I grew up with it being a super positive, fun experience kind of guided me to that space where I actually feel a lack of the ability to see um, further on the spectrum, where I feel like you started on the, on the uh, darker end of the spectrum and are moving lighter. I feel like I'm started on the light and I'm moving a little bit darker. I think we um, together have opened up those worlds for one another and helped each of us expand into a little bit of a wider, a wider birth. Would you agree with that? I 100% agree. And really, I mean, not to, I almost feel like, because your energy is so light, I instantly get really like shadowy and real for a minute. I'm like, okay, let me bring you back down to darkness and trauma. <laughs> but you know, the truth is, is that I had a very harsh and hard childhood. And a lot of the things that I experienced 
kind of riddled my energy fields with, um, with stuff, with dark stuff and being extra sensitive, which I didn't realize at such a young age and what trauma does actually does to the aura, it kind of like breaks it down and cracks it open and, and you don't have any protection on top of being um, inundated with a lot of dark energies that are coming from the people who are doing terrible things to you. Um, part of my journey was healing. And that's why I'm, I have a knack for energy healing is because I had to heal myself. I had, I was sensitive. I saw and I recognized and felt fully the damages that were done to my spirit body and um, the entities, if you will, that I was dealing with. And I spent many, many years one by one plucking those out of my energy field. And as my vibration raised as I furthered my healing, my ability to see in those brighter spectrums became stronger and stronger. So it's not like even back then I didn't have those really amazing, beautiful, lit up visions or experiences. They were just few and far between or almost divvied out to me in these tiny morsels to keep me going because a lot of the stuff that I experienced for the first, you know, decade of being very open was very dark. But it has given me a bit of a spiritual resilience. There's not much in the spirit realms, knock on wood, that scares me. And I say that not to be boastful or um, sounding conceited because I definitely don't put that out for to be tested. Um, Sometimes, sometimes I feel like as soon as I say something, I get tested to be like, oh, are you really as brave as you think you are? <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I'm humble about it and I respect uh, the shadow realms and what they give us and what they teach us. And I do think that they're valuable. And I have an interesting relationship with it. I'm not afraid of it. You know, I, I do walk lightly, carry a big stick kind of thing with, the, <laughs> with those shadow realms. But yeah, so now, but now... What's really great about what I do is because I have been so schooled on the darkest of the dark. Now when clients come see me and it's like they can bring in whatever. I don't care what it is. I don't care how grimy it is or how ashamed they are of it. I see it in a way that I'm almost indifferent to it. Yeah, I understand it and I'm not afraid of it. So I can look at it very closely and help my clients understand what it is and how it's impacting them. And then because I've had the own experience in myself of removing those energies out of my energy field and I know how to do that, that's what I can offer my clients. Um, but yeah, as I get further into this work, it has been getting brighter and I agree, Patty, you definitely helped open up that pathway for me. Um, and you kind of introduced the idea of dimensions that I hadn't yet, I, I didn't even know really existed. I mean, I had taste of them, but you were so in them with such detail and such knowing that um, it helped kind of pull me into that direction more. Um, and uh, I think I kind of did the same for you. <laughs> oh, totally, <laughs> totally. So, um, so I, so how Patty and I met would, um, when did we meet? How many years ago was that? It was like five years ago, maybe or more. I think uh, it was, I think it was more. 
I don't think it was the very first time we sat down together. It might have been the second. Um, we were sitting there and we were both closing our eyes looking at something and your third eye opened and my third eye opened and it was the first experience I had had like that where our third eyes were just staring at each other. And I just thought, okay, this is going to be interesting. Yeah. This I isn't saw, just I re- a normal reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what got me too is one of the first times we sat with each other, you were like, um, you said, oh, there's a spirit, one of your spirit guides wants to talk to you. I'm all nervous because I don't know how to do that. You know, I don't know how to invoke the conversation. I didn't know how to turn things on. I, it, information came to me whenever it wanted to come in. And so you kind of, um, you kind of walked me through it and you're like, okay, close your eyes and the, and then bring your energy. You know, you kind of walked me through about where to bring my consciousness. And then I had a, a very clear vision of what I saw and I heard. And when I came out of the meditation, we compared notes and we had seen essentially the exact same thing. Like I said, I saw, um, a spirit come and put an orb of light through the top of my head. And I think you were like, this spirit came and put a crown on top of your head. And so this is what I mean about us always seeing the same thing, but you know, a different vantage point of the same, the same vision. Right. I I feel like we came together to validate one another as well. And, you know, you're my psychic. When I did a psychic, I call you and psychics need their own psychic. We need somebody that speaks our language and understands and can validate things for us and talk us off the ledge when we get overwhelmed. So I feel like we came into each other's lives to kind of um, assist one another and and help each other on the pathway, which is, is wonderful. Right. And, and it, it opens up some really fun, deep, kind of crazy conversations as well. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I, I mean, very rarely do you ever hit me up with like, oh my gosh, this just happened to me today. And I'll be like, oh my God, that happened to me too. Like, this is my version of, of that same thing. And um, so it's been, it's very comforting because I don't know anybody else in the world that I could come with some of my weirdest experiences and have somebody be like, oh yeah, I totally, that happened to me too before. And you know, have, have an experience similar. Exactly. And there are so many people out there that are psychics are extremely intuitive and, and are fearful of it or don't understand it or are not sure what to do with it or, um, how to control it. And so that's one of the things I'm hoping that we can do with this conversation that you and I have um, is open some doors to validation for other people, for those of you that are out listening, and and let you know that um, it is possible to really embrace your gifts and, and it can bring in so much magic and synchronistic things. And also life is not dull when you tap into your psychic realms and allow things to open at a pace that you're comfortable with. It can just really open up so many interesting things and experiences. Right. The office is never dull here. (laughs) There's always something interesting happening. Um, I I, I drive home from work sometimes just, you know, like, holy shit. I... (laughs) I have the weirdest life. It's amazing, but it's really bizarre. <laughs> right. And sometimes I share things with people and they look at me like, your life is crazy. And I'm like, sometimes it's so normalized to me. I mean, I'm equally blown away every moment, but I'm like, you know, it's just a common, the synchronicities are astoundingly common at this point in time, but at the same time, mind blowing in the moment. And I just move through it like, oh, any other day. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> right, right. Day. Um, 
Cool. So um, we're looking forward to sharing a lot of more interesting conversations and um, focused in on specific topics. So my website, if anyone's interested in exploring that and seeing some of my offerings, is www.alignandshinekauai. That's K-A-U-A-I dot com. And the links will be below. Um, if you, if you want to know more or look at my bio or see my studio and what I've put together here in Hawaii, um, and Patty, what's your contact information? Jude's studio is beautiful and amazing, by the way. Um, I am at wingandether.com and ether is spelled with an A. It's wingandether, A-E-T-H-E-R.com or pdavispsychic. Dot com and all of my contact information, my class information, um, the the way that I um, do readings, all that information is there on the website. We look forward to meeting with you and having you listen in on some of our conversations on different topics. Uh, we'll be bringing you uh, a new area of focus with each new podcast, and you'll be able to hear about you know what we're perceiving from two different vantage points. Um, that might give you some clarity in your own experience or open you up to uh, new ideas that you've not yet previously thought of. Yes, and we want to thank you for tuning in and being here with us and also let you know that we really like getting feedback positive feedback, I should I should say. So if, if you'd like to shoot us a message through our website, if you have something that you're interested in us chatting about or some comment, um, we're always interested in feedback. Right. Um, so with that, uh, mahalo, thank you in Hawaiian. And uh, until next time. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye.